Hi, and welcome to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, we're going to talk about 10 truths that we are going to need to cling to in this crazy 2020 year. Truths that will anchor our heart in the truth of God's word and in the truth of the gospel so that we can survive and even thrive in the midst of this crazy year. Can't wait to get into these with you, but first I want to invite you to save the date for our virtual summit, our online conference for Christian educators. The Rise Up Summit this year is going to be October 23rd and 24th, so make sure you mark those dates on your calendar to attend live. It's a free event that you can join with us, and we're having so many amazing speakers and topics. I'm really excited about this event, so mark your calendar October 23rd third and 24th, and then head to riseupchristianeducators.com to reserve your spot. That's riseupchristianeducators.com. Okay, as I said, today we're going to be talking about affirmations or truths that can help us to thrive in this crazy year. And we all know this fall especially is going to be incredibly challenging for a variety of reasons. I'm not going to get into all of them. You know what they all are. And one thing that I found really helpful is to write down truths that I know to be true and then to read them on a consistent basis or at least every time I start to find myself stressing out, freaking out, um, spiraling, worrying, to pull out these truths and to read them and to choose to believe them. So I'm going to share with the truths these truths with you now on this podcast, but I don't want this to be something that's just you listen to once and think, oh, that was great, and that's the end of it. That will be a little helpful, but not that helpful. What you need, as I said, is to keep these with you and come back to them over and over and over again throughout the coming months. So to help you with that, we've made a printable version available for you at teachfortheheart.com slash 150. This is episode 150. So simply head to teachfortheheart.com slash 150 and you can download the list of truths so that you can reread them as many times as you need to throughout the year. All right, let's dive into these truths. Normally, I give a lot of commentary on each of my points, but instead, I'm simply going to read each truth and then the accompanying verse because I want to show you just how powerful it is to simply read or listen to the truths and the accompanying scriptures and just choose to believe each one. So I'm simply going to read through them, and then I'll come back with a few comments at the end. Truth number one. God has allowed each challenge in my life for a reason. He is wiser than I am, and I choose his will over my own. I am trusting that he will use this to work in and through me. Romans 8, 28, and 29. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Truth number two. God calls me to work from my heart as unto him. That means I can do my best and forget the rest. I won't always have all the answers. I won't always have time to do everything I want to. 
and things won't always go perfectly. And that's okay. God didn't call me to perfection, but to humble service. Colossians 3.23 And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Truth number three. I can never do this on my own, but I don't have to. God promises to guide, provide, uphold, and strengthen me. My weakness is an opportunity to see my need of Him more clearly, to rely on Him, and to shine forth His strength. 2 Corinthians 12.9 And He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Truth number four. I want to know all the solutions now, but God does not operate on my timetable. I must wait patiently, knowing his ways are best. He is the perfect teacher and father, and he will show me what I need when I need it, if I am listening for his voice. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Truth number five. God wants me to thrive and be effective in all the roles he's given me, not just at teaching. Therefore, I must prioritize balance, rest, and my relationship with him. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Truth number six. The greatest commands are to love God and love others. This is more important than my to-do list. If I don't get everything done today, that's okay. My attitude and love for others is more important. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 39 Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Truth number seven. Anxiety Stress and overwhelm do not come from God. They either arise out of my own sinful heart or are attacks of the devil. I must raise the shield of faith and choose to trust that he is enough and that he will provide. Ephesians 6.16 Above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Truth 8 When dealing with disagreement or conflict from others, God asks me to bear with them, choosing to humbly give them the patience and grace I would want in return. I am called to forgive, and I should keep in mind that everyone is struggling right now. Colossians 3, 12-13 Therefore, as the chosen of God, holy and dearly loved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another. Even as Christ forgave you, 
so you must also do. Truth number nine, thankfulness and praise are powerful antidotes to stress and worry. Colossians three fifteen and 16. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And truth number 10, God has given me the incredible opportunity to impact students' hearts and lives. If I'm not feeling joyful about that right now, I can choose to rejoice in the Lord and His goodness and let that joy flow through me, shining His light into my students' world. Philippians 4.4 and 2.14 and 15. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice. Do all things without complaining and arguing, that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in the middle of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. I hope you all have found these 10 truths to be encouraging, but once again, remember that their power is not in listening to them one time and then forgetting about them. It's about coming back to them over and over and over as you need them. It's about meditating on them, choosing to believe what God has said and allowing their words and their truth to sink down into our hearts. So make sure you head to teachfortheheart.com slash 150 and download the principal version so you can keep handy, that you can reference it as often as you need to in the coming months. Father, thank you that you have not left us on your own, that you have given us the truths of your word and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the ability to renew our minds in your truth and to allow that to transform the way we think and thus the way we act. I pray that you will help us to cling to your truths. May the Holy Spirit bring these to mind over and over again. Help us to choose to believe you and give us joy and hope Provide us the answers that we need for these challenging times. And Father, may we have joy and hope now, not when the pandemic is over, not when things return to normal, but now, today, this week, this year, Father, um, do that work in and through us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you guys again so much. If I could ask one more thing, we want to get these truths into as many teachers' hands as possible. They've been hugely impactful in my life, and I pray and hope they will be in yours as well. If you are finding them helpful, please share that link, teachfortheheart.com slash 150, with your friends and colleagues so that they can be encouraged and uplifted by these truths as well. If you'd like more help diving deeper into these truths and discovering how exactly to apply them to your life, I invite you to join us in Teach Uplifted, your six-week path to banish stress and teach with the joy of the Lord, even in this crazy 2020 year. You can get all the details at teachuplifted.com. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.